Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm Kelly Lippenholtz, your host, and I'm joined by Tom Corcoran today. Tom, how is your quarantine going? <laughs> the quarantine, yeah. It's still going. It's I was still listen- going. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today of Carrie Newhoff with uh, Nikki Gumbel from uh, Holy Trinity Brompton, who does Alpha, um, and he said, you know, how's it going? He said, it's a mix. I'm like, I just was like, not in my head. It's a mix. It so, is a mix. So Good days, bad days, <laughs> productive days, lazy days. Yeah. So it, I just it's admitted good. that I have lazy days. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not really good at being lazy. I'm not. Uh, it's even days off. I'm like active as possible. So it's oh, really awesome. That's <laughs> really great. <laughs> good and bad. Well, um, during this quarantine and the COVID crisis that we are all experiencing right now, we've all had to pivot and we've been talking lots about that on our rebuilt webinars and, um, and on everywhere else, right? Yep, every, right. every media that we have, we've been talking about, uh, COVID and how to pivot during that time. And one of the biggest ways that we started talking about immediately when we, uh, what got sent to quarantine was how, how do people keep being a disciple how do we maintain discipleship when we can't meet on campus when a lot of our discipleship steps are connected to being on campus and so people together right so it was a big switch for us and uh, just as a reminder at nativity we've dubbed our discipleship steps um, with an acronym called steps and uh, the steps It's an acronym, and so the S stands for serve, the first S, serve in ministry or missions on our campus or outside of our campus. Neither of those we can do anymore, but we'll (laughs) We'll say more about that later. Um, The T is for tithe and give. The E is for engage in a small group. P is for practice prayer and sacraments. And the S is for share your faith or evangelize. So that is the discipleship path that we've put forth here. Uh, you might have a different one. You might have adopted a similar one, uh, but that is our discipleship path for our community. It's fine. I got to share with you one thing. Um, we were talking in Rebuilt and Stephanie Downs, who kind of works with a lot of parishes and things like that. And she said, mm-hmm. and this one parish, they made the discipleship a diamond. And I just started laughing. Do you know why I started laughing at that? Probably because that's is that Saddleback's model? That is Saddleback. It's yeah. like a baseball diamond. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, it's just kind of funny. And, <laughs> and I think our steps is a lot of the purposes kind of repackaged a bit and kind of how we've taken the pur- purposes and brought them into nativity. So anyway, I just want to share that. Yeah, that's funny. Well, you know, why why reinvent the wheel? Yeah, right? you got, yeah, there's no reason to reinvent. And, you know, again, I think about the purposes and I think about the steps is true. If it's like, okay, if you want to say – which of these would you get rid of? Which of these five purposes do you not want to get rid of? Which of these steps do you think is not important? So, we're, And we're not kind of going to go into all those today. We're just going to kind of look at how we have pivoted digitally to bring them into our parish. So, And what we're learning. Yeah. So, I, I have a feeling I'm going to learn from you just in this conversation since we have not had a chance to talk about this. Yeah, so yeah you probably to, will. And I'll learn from you. We're, we're in, we, I have absolutely nothing to offer. You're doing yes, all the work right now. <laughs> I know you do. Well, it's funny because in the beginning, um, when we started talking about started talking about this, we coined a new phrase, and you like it: digital discipleship. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's what we talked about last time. discipleship. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, yeah, yeah so I do like it. The first step that we uh, worked to digitize. Well, we were working on all of them kind of at the same time, but um, we'll talk about serve first. So uh, 
our first step is to serve in ministry and missions. And we immediately started having conversations about how people would be able to serve online only. We aren't in person anymore. And we have hundreds of people that serve every weekend from parking ministers to greeters to hosts and uh, to our cafe ministers. And so we began to pivot. And the first area of focus, obviously, was our online mass that we were broadcasting. And we invited some of our on-campus ministers to serve as online chat hosts. Right. And so we have a chat room right next to sort of the screen where you're viewing mass. And you can chat about the readings. And we we really... um, we sort of pivoted in, in what our chat was about, too. We sort of tried to streamline the chat to be about the mass and less about fellowship, I guess. So okay. that, that change, which is a good change, it kind of came with COVID. Um, and so we also started a Facebook Live ministry. And so we have some ministers on Facebook. Yeah, that was one of the big things is that we went from just having the online campus for us was on our website to Facebook, YouTube, and on our campus, you know. So uh, our, on our website, so right. three different places and we had to blow and then we we're trying to invite new people in. So no, knowing there'd be a lot more people watching and there have been a lot more in the chat room. So you need more chat hosts. So yeah. Yeah. Facebook live is a huge success. It's so easy to, to share, which we'll get to that. So easy okay. to share on, on Facebook live. So, so those were two ways that we offered for people to serve. And then we also started a uh, sort of an, I can help ministry and a phone call team. So yeah, the phone call team's been huge. Yeah, phone call teams is a big one, I guess. The I can help is is been a little bit. Yeah, we put it on our website, but I still think there's a lot more people wanting to help than it's the interesting thing about this that people want to help, but I don't see the needs yet. Right. And I don't know when that's coming, if mm-hmm. it's coming, but yeah. Right. Well, we wanted to be ready for it, but um, and there's lots of people willing to help, which is nice. But the the phone call team, which we're now sort of changing the name to the Connect team, and we'd like to keep it around forever. Um, is a a group of people who are making phone calls. We started with um, our elderly population, anybody over 75, and then they whizzed through that and anyone over 65, and now we're down to 55. And so this phone call team, along with the staff, are are trying to call everyone in our parish during this time. That's so awesome, yeah. So the 45, when you get to the 45, the 55, that's when I'll... Yeah, that's when you'll get your I'll call. I'll my phone call. So. <laughs> Someone's going to call and check on you, Tom. Good, good. I think I already checked your name off. Oh, uh, really? Oh. You can call your wife and your wife can call you and you guys can encourage each other. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, so we've done that. And then the cafe, we've moved. Obviously, we had a cafe. It was a big, huge part of our ministry here. Uh, the virtual cafe, which we're still, I think, working out things. But some people have moved into that as well, uh, into serving the virtual cafe, which is simply just after mass. Um Again, the idea when you're on campus is that people go to the cafe, they get a donut, they sit, they talk. Uh, here now we say after the online mass experience is over to click on a link and you go to a Zoom room and there's kind of a major room, a big room, like up to 300 people that could be in it. We haven't had that kind of numbers yet. And then you break up into small, smaller rooms. And it's kind of a prep for small groups. There's a few questions yeah. based on the on the message. So have you been doing that much or have you been? Uh, I've been an admin for the afternoon and evening masses every week. Okay. And so not as many people are, are joining us for, but there's for that virtual cafe, but there are always people joining yeah. us. So it's, yeah, it's a great way to connect with people and we're still learning about it. We're still, it's just something we started, 
We're going to a webinar. I I think it's June seventeenth. So on virtual cafe on a virtual cafe, Brian's going to be presenting on that. So if you're interested in learning and going deeper on that, check out our rebuilt webinar series. Uh, you can look it up at rebuiltparish.com or or um, you know if you're kind of on our email list, you you should be getting information about that. So. Yeah, and we were able to engage, gosh, I think like 20 ministers a weekend on that uh, yeah. because we want a minister in each of those breakout rooms. And so we've had like 100 people join us. I don't know the numbers for sure. Yeah, they're not they're not explosive. But again, I think just people are looking for connection and you want to provide those ways in yeah. whichever way you can. Right. And so, I, yeah, I think I was listening, you know, reading a Carrie Newhoff again, and he talked about how we've adapted. We haven't really innovated yet. And I thought that was a great way to put it. We've all adapted and changed to kind of live in this, but we're still trying to innovate. And I think absolutely that's kind of the next change. But right now, I think we're still in adaptation mode. But right. The the virtual cafe is closer to an innovation. I think that's pretty innovative. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're still working on that. And again, June 17th, we'll do a webinar on that. Um, then children's and students, they've just been kind of connecting in their small groups and that kind of thing. Right. And that's what we've been, how ministers have been able to help. Yeah. Ministers have, uh, been doing zoom calls with their small groups. I have one tonight with my small group of junior girls, um, Daniel and Allie who lead students are having uh, at 4 PM every Sunday, they have a big zoom call with everyone. That's a little bit shorter, but then they're also encouraging their small group leaders to meet in zoom calls separately so they're providing some content but then asking small group leaders to um, meet separately and same things with children's they provide content but are asking small group leaders to reach out to the families and try to zoom with the kids so they're still engaged yeah a little bit of zoom fatigue happening so <laughs> we'll take a little short summer break but yeah and from there so and again these are all ways in which we're helping ministers to keep serving and then missions has been difficult because there are no missions projects. They've all been canceled for the summer. Um, anything else that I know Caitlin, who's on our team, who had the good fortune to join us right before all this hit, like literally stepped into the job about a week before all this hit. Yeah, eight days she was in the office um, until we, before we got sent home. So we have kind of repositioned her a bit to help small groups and some other things. Anything else that's going on right now that can be helped to people who want to do missions. I know there's a major uh, parish we work with, and they had to cancel their mission trips, and it just was – heartbreaking for them yeah yeah all of ours were were canceled as well and so uh, Caitlin has pivoted to reach out to our local partners and uh, we have wish lists from our local partners including the meals that people were serving we had regulars that go down and serve meals and they want to still be engaged and so uh, we have people that are um, meeting those needs on the wish list and so it might just be um, a Amazon wish list, and they can have it sent directly to our local partners in Baltimore City, and and so that's been that's been one way. We also uh, rolled out a direct aid plan uh, again, but you, as you said, we don't really have a whole lot of need in this community yet. There's been a couple of needs, a couple of drop grocery drop offs, a couple of meal drop offs, um, a, a little bit of help with. Um, a couple people that were in dire straits, but otherwise not a ton of requests coming in. But we were ready for that. That was how we spent our first few weeks in missions. So we're still talking about how missions looks as a online discipleship step. Okay. So there's still... Might need some innovation there. More innovation. <laughs> or adaptation. Innovation. Yeah. <laughs> right. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back on the other side with the rest of the steps. Mm-hmm. 
The Rebuilt Field Guide will lead you and your leadership team through assessment and goal-setting exercises that will help you revitalize your church. The workbook offers practical steps that will bring your team together so that you can affect change in your parish. If you know your parish needs to change or want to introduce the principles of Rebuilt, but you don't know where to start, the Rebuilt Field Guide is the perfect resource. You can order the Field Guide from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at Ave Maria Press. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Today Tom and I are talking about our digital discipleship path that we had to put into place during our physical distancing and, and COVID time when we can't meet in person. And so we talked about serve and how we could be serving in ministry or missions during this time. And next, Tom, we'll talk about one of your favorite topics, <laughs> which is money. Tithing and giving, yeah. So a few lessons we've learned. Again, it just yeah, this is just picking up where we are right now. Here we are eight weeks into this, 10 weeks. I don't know how many is it. Kelly, I've lost nine. count. Nine. This is the ninth week. Ninth week. Yeah. Okay. So nine weeks into this, and we're just trying to update you where we are right now. Uh, tithing and giving, um, you know, we communicate with donors early on, which was, was good. Just the one thing to say is this. For us, giving has been stable and actually has gone up at this time. Wow. Um, just slightly, but... Um, Still, that's incredible. And and I've talked to a few parishes and they've had that experience. So I think if it is a big testimony that if you have some electronic stuff in place and you are a parish that's trying to do things, that really is um, working to reach the lost, to be, kind of rebuild and do new things, that people do want to fund that. So... Uh, yeah, communicating with Durley's early on. I think the biggest pivot, you know, that's kind of the big word, is the text to give. Um, mm-hmm. That we've pushed that as the low entry bar to give into our parish. And um, I know before the, the crisis, we were we were putting text out there, but we weren't seeing a lot of movement. And now, again, with, with being all these different places right now, Facebook, uh, YouTube, our own thing, the growth of the online campus, uh, that has grown and people are, are, are texting to give. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's we, like dropping your 20 in the basket or your 10 in the basket, right? Yeah, Cause exactly. you don't, you're not committing to something coming out of your bank account every week. Yeah. I mean, you can't, we'll, we'll give people an opportunity to, to give, you know, offer them the opportunity to become a recurring giver. Right. But of course. The first thing is to give once. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And that is kind of like the reaching for my five in the wallet. Now it's the text to give. And yeah. obviously that you can give more if you feel more moved for. It's not just what right. the cash is in your wallet. Mm. And um, yeah, so we've seen really great, great movement with that. And if, if you don't have text to give yet in your parish, most online providers have that. It's part of the program. So you might not even know that. I know mm. there's a parish that was asking us about it. And I talked to Brandon on our team. He's like, yeah, their, their provider does it. They just didn't know it. So oh, wow. that happens a lot with places. Uh, we made calls to high-capacity givers. Um, we need to kind of do that some more. Again, we made a few of those phone calls. I know mm-hmm. it's part of that. Um, Father Michael sent some video messages out to people. Again, just reminding them that their giving is making an impact. Telling that you know a lot of the nice. same things. Then you know again, telling stories about what you're doing right. is important and how the online experience is impacting people. Um, the other thing we have done is just communicating during our online mass. So again, with we record that right now and then broadcast it on the weekend. So we just drop in the midst of it right before the offertory, a little, a moment where an explanation. Yeah. And, and an invitation explanation and invitation. That's really good. Yeah. And, and it's one of two different ways we've tried so far. Uh, either one's just been a talking head. Mm-hmm. So myself or Brian uh, or Daniel on our team, just getting on saying, Hey, at this time is the offertory. 
We bring the gifts of bread and wine up. We're also making offering of our, our finances. That's the way we make a sacrifice to God. And you know, talk about text to give is the best way to give. We've done videos saying of talk highlighting different ministries and how we're still going on even in the midst of the yeah. COVID crisis. So mm-hmm. um, those are a couple of things. And then um, I think that can feel uncomfortable to maybe some leaders out there, but because it feels like a little commercial or something. But it really is just giving people clear instruction on what to do. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so important. You got to. You know, and you don't get poor for asking. So, right. <laughs> uh, and for us, I think we just need to rinse and repeat. We just need to keep doing mm-hmm. these things and then kind of systematize them a little bit more. We've done some things. Again, we adapted. We did them. You know, in the midst of the crisis, I think a lot of people, right, it was like, all right, we got to do this stuff. And we did it. And now kind of we settled into this normal, whatever that is. And right. now we might have forgotten some things. Right. or we need to systematize these things. Mm-hmm. So that's a, you know, I could spend this whole segment on time. Oh, giving, I know you but, could. So we'll, we'll move, We're gonna on, move on. Yes, I know you wanted to. <laughs> So our next step is to engage in small groups. It's been an interesting time for our small groups. You know, one of the key components of digital a digital disciple is to stay connected with a group on a weekly basis. And so we've been doing that over Zoom. We had a few online groups because we have some people that live outside of Timonium that were already engaging that way. And we actually had a minister who was helping groups get online in that way. And um, And so it was just a matter of teaching leaders and encouraging leaders to uh, pivot, again, pivot, to join and or to take up Zoom and teach their groups how to use Zoom. And uh, Susan, our director of small groups, has really been focusing on how to um, help leaders find out uh, ways that people can be engaged in a Zoom room. Like it's hard. It's hard to be engaged in a Zoom, right? Um, and so she's been encouraging Uh, leaders and sort of teaching them how to do that. She's been encouraging members of groups who are not going online. Um, So some groups aren't going online, right? They don't want to. Oh, really? Okay. Or some leaders don't want to. And so she's been inviting people from those groups to start a new group or join another group to make sure everybody is getting what they need in regards to engaging what in percentage would you say of people are not i'm glad we do this podcast i learned things mm. uh, what percentage of group leaders are not interested in doing it online I, uh oh gosh i don't know the exact Just percentage put, make it up i think it's like 20 to 30 percent okay who were resistant but that's an old number that's from probably four weeks ago yeah so yeah. it could be different now i mean we've had no problem you know my own personal group we've pivoted pretty quickly yeah, <laughs> trying to I use lo- a different word i know but, i don't know what it is though <laughs> but and i even like my group now i go for a walk I, oh I, nice you yeah. know how much i like to walk versus yeah and so i just i, I it's can't sit still tom i can't <laughs> i can't so <laughs> um so yeah and i think we've moved pretty easily to it but yeah and I i've think, sensed that my, my wife's group has met in that way too but yeah I, I think most groups have adapted very well to it um but I think some people who perhaps are working all day on Zoom don't want to Zoom again in the evening. Yeah. And maybe um, some people who don't have a reliable device or good internet have just resisted it for understandable reasons. But we continue to try and engage them. Uh, Susan is is very creative. And so just quick story this week, she had, um, she had somebody show up at the house of the leader. They entered a contest and then... Um, if they won, a leader, uh, or somebody on staff, a celebrity staff showed up at their house during small group and brought like flowers or a pizza to the leader. So that was a fun little, uh, just encouragement of being online. Oh, huh, that's cool. 
Yeah, she Susan's got to tell. Yeah, we should have her on with some of these creative things. She's she is very creative. She's a green hatter, big time, and it comes very easily to her. So right, our, our next step is practice, practicing prayer and sacraments. Tom, I'll, I'll give this one over to you to talk about. It's been tough for sacraments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the first of all, I just wanted to share these tomilies, and I hate the name. I really, I did not name. I mean, we used to call it something else. I did a tomily. Cause anyway. Right. But I, these little prayers I sent out in the middle of the day, um, going to actually be recording them after recording this, um, they get sent out around noon or one. Um so it's kind of a midday pause for people and, and actually kind of got the idea from combination of Brandon on our team saying we should start sending out things to people. And um, John Eldridge actually from Ransomed Heart, they do a, a thing called a pause. They, they encourage this one minute, two minute, three minute pause. Oh, I like it. I like the pause. Yeah. It's just, a good name for it. Yeah. Just the need to take out of the day if everything's coming at us and just stop and refocus on God's word. So mm-hmm. um I've gotten more positive feedback, I think, on these things. And it's just, I take a scripture, I just do a little reflection and try to keep it under two minutes that we send out. And again, I've gotten more positive feedback on that than almost anything I've ever done. So, um, yeah, so I would just encourage places. And again, I don't do anything really special with it. It's just a little music behind it that Jeremy here on our team does. Um, So I would encourage people to think about doing that. It's a way to encourage, help people to pray, Again, just give them a little scripture reflection every day or once a week or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, How can we sign up for that? You can go to just sign up our worship fully on our website, Next okay. Steps. Um, you know, we have a for our current series, we have a reading plan of scripture we've put together. So to help people pray that way. Um, so that's, I think we're thinking people might be reading the Bible a little bit more now that yeah. supposedly they have downtime it really kind of depends on who you are if you really have downtime or not but right some of the, us got busier when this happened right? <laughs> yes but i think people are still looking for new things in the midst of this crisis a new way there is a new there's a lot of pivoting going on or yeah, adaptation sure. so yeah uh, we've been doing this whole series on the bible and we have that plan uh, but obviously like right now no sacraments um mm-hmm. so there is for our, i know it was funny on the strategic team all you know kind of the major sacraments were all represented at least you know baptism first communion and confirmation, confirmation. i have yep. baptism and confirmation oh my gosh i uh, was supposed to have my daughter baptized this weekend but we we're not allowed Aww. to meet um and then you know confirmation was supposed to be in may which obviously is just kind of outside our hands you know that yeah the diocese really decides that and then when it comes to communion we're like well we really can't tell people when commun- first communion is going to be until we're meeting back in. So we're back, back. Yeah. yeah, safely so. back, and things are going well. Yeah, so um, you know that that's a little bit of, wh- of where we are. I don't know. Again, more as this digital step. Um, you know, anything else you've kind of learned in, in helping people pray, or what's coming out of conversations you've had? Um, well, we we do have a, a Facebook group for all of our ministers, which is you know, there's about 800 people on the Facebook group. And so we have live prayer on there and we offer devotionals on this Facebook group. So we've been engaging our, you know, our people, um, I guess our, our insiders. So not necessarily people who are not serving. And then um, four o'clock on Sundays, Bob Bolter at four o'clock on Sundays has live prayer as well. And they pray over our, our uh, prayer requests. So if you submit a prayer request, be confident that you are being prayed for um, on Sunday afternoons. And Bob's also hosting a um, virtual adoration. 
Um, and so that, you know, nobody's present for it, but you can at least gaze upon the blessed sacrament Okay. on your screen. So a couple of ways to encourage prayer as, as yes. we, yeah, in the midst of this COVID crisis. Yep. Uh, we, got, we have one more step. So we'll, we'll come back after the break. Sounds right. good. We'll be right back. The Rebuilt Parish Association provides resources and advice to help you rebuild your parish. Included in membership are resources for student programs, children's programs, and small group materials. Also included are homilies, so that you can easily do message series that match the liturgical year. Father Brian Mason from St. Mary's Parish in Hales Corner, Wisconsin states, We based our homilies over several weeks on the Expect Miracles message series, and never in 23 years of preaching have I had so many people talking about the effects the homilies had on their lives. Go to RebuiltParishAssociation.com to learn more about how the Rebuilt Parish Association can give you the resources and content you need to rebuild your parish. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Let's wrap up our conversation on digitizing our discipleship steps. And so uh, as we left for break, we were talking about how to practice prayer and ways that we could do that virtually. Our final step is to share your faith with others, to evangelize. And so we've been doing that in a couple of different ways. I guess the social media makes it easy to do this easier, easier. sorry <laughs> excuse me i thought you did that on purpose <laughs> i didn't <laughs> okay well i mean i think yeah the invest and invite is still the strategy for that and it is um very it's easier in some ways just to share something on social media in some ways but in some ways to put yourself out there more to more people right it's if i invite you kelly to come to church and you laugh at me or get mad at me you know and it's like mm-hmm. only one person now on social right. media it could be though you could be bullied by everybody but in some right. ways i also think it's safer that there is a distance so yeah uh we're i think we've i think we've been slow to adapt to this i think we got to do more um we have put some good resources out there so kelly caddick on our team did a great job we have a page to share if you go to churchnativity.com slash invite churchnativity.com slash invite. You can find some of the things we've done. Um, you know, we're actually just encouraging Father White right now this week to do a little video to send out to people, to remind people, share a little story of somebody's life who has been changed by nice. getting on the online campus. So, you know, I, I think, again, it's changing our mindset. I mean, at least for me personally, I think so much was invest in people, invite them to come join us here at Nativity. Right. And now it's so different. Um, different, yeah. So we, we've been saying things, but I really think there still has to be this whole mind shift right. thinking that needs to take place and we need to really be encouraging it more. Yeah. But make it a little more clear what you're inviting them to. Like, do you invite them to your small group? Do you invite them to online mass? What are yeah. we inviting them to? Yeah, and that tends to be the open, the kind of, to use the funnel analogy, the wider end of the funnel is the mm-hmm. weekend mass where we invite people to come. But you're right, people could join a small group a lot easier now. Yeah. And that could be some of the things that are changing that, I know we haven't figured out yet, but yeah, come join my small group. Right. And uh, I know we have attracted people to our church through small groups. So maybe yeah. that is the bigger thing. So yeah, we'll have to explore that some more. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more to explore there. And Susan is already working on that, which okay. is great. Um, she, I'm sure she is. That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap up today. We talked about how to digitize our steps, how we could be serving online and, and um, doing mission work online, which is a little more difficult, but doable. Tithing and giving. That's the easiest one to do online, Kelly. So easy. (laughs) So easy. (laughs) Just text. Just send a text. Uh, Engage in small groups has moved to be strictly online. Practicing prayer uh, is is 
been effective online for us, I think. And uh, sharing your faith can also be digitized right so, yeah, now. Yeah, as you just said, begin looking at, I think, just what is the low-hanging fruit that you could have on any of these and, and what other steps, whatever ways you want people to grow as disciples. And I think we have to keep, again, we've talked a little bit about adapting, but now also continuing to innovate and be thinking very differently. And hopefully this begins to begin that discussion for you and your team. Great. Thanks. Would you uh, like to pray? Sure. In the name of the Father, the Son, and, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, we just take a moment to know that you are in control, and uh, it feels like this world's out of control right now, and there's so much uncertainty, but God, we know that you are always in control, and that you want to use this crisis uh, for our good, for the good of others, and for the advancement of the gospel, that more people would mm -hmm. come to know you, and that people would come to a deeper relationship with you. And so, God, we pray, give us wisdom, give us your insight to adapt, to change, to innovate, uh, to bring people in a relationship with you uh, through digital discipleship. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.